Are we living in history's most dangerous time? Christians persecuted, natural disasters on the rise, and terrorism running rampant. Today, discover how you can be biblically prepared for the difficult times that lie ahead. Straight ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, proclaiming Jesus as Messiah to the world and helping you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. The world seems to be racing towards a meltdown. The persecution of Christians by ISIS, terrorist acts around the world, Iran, North Korea, growing unrest in the Middle East, things seem to be spiraling out of control. Well, today's guest says now is the time to prepare both spiritually and practically, and he has a biblically-based action plan for survival. Please welcome back to the program, Pastor Carl Gallops. Pastor, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming back again. I, I want to start the program because I think many people that uh, are watching now didn't watch the program yesterday. And I want to make it absolutely clear, these programs with you are a wake-up call. I believe you're a watchman on the wall. Thank you. And you've been called to wake up the church, wake up Christians to the reality of the times we live in. It's not a doom and gloom thing. It's no. not a setting times, but it is waking up to the times we live in. I want you to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. No, I, I agree, and I appreciate it. And I do believe that the Lord has put that kind of a calling, and, and, and I pray an anointing on my life. I feel it very passionately. Sometimes people will ask me, well, do, well, do you think, you're, do you claim to be a prophet for today's? And, and here's what I say. Look, I know that God can use us in a spirit and an anointing of prophecy. And I know that that's a gift, so I'm not discounting that. But I don't claim to be a prophet. What I claim is, the prophets have already spoken. They're in the Word of God. The prophecies are there, and they're given for us to compare, to, to be aware of the times in which we're living, to know and understand the seasons. And so I'm a student of the Word of God and have been for decades. I'm a student of history, and I'm a student of current affairs. And I have to stay up on current affairs because of all the media that I do. And so I'm watching, I'm, I, I'm listening to the prophets that have already spoken. I'm watching the convergence of of, of first generation, we're the first generation to see this, the first generation to see that, the first generation to see that, that the scripture speaks of, and I'm watching these things converge. If it was just one thing that happened, you know, if Israel returned to the land in 1948 and that was it, that would still be significant. But it's Israel has returned to the land, and oh yeah, by the way, a dozen other things have since ha happened in that less than 70 years. Well, so I'm trying to wake the church up to say, look, these are prophetic times. One of the things we were talking about actually after the first program was the increase of birth pangs, how quickly yes. everything is, is unfolding now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, well, it really is. Israel returns to the land. Right after that, Jerusalem is recaptured. Now we're watching this alignment of Ezekiel 38 nations, Iran and Russia, Russia and China are in the Middle East, Iran, ISIS on, on, on the Euphrates River. We're watching all of that. Then, then right behind that, we're watching, you know, the Pope just 
announced there, there needs to be a one-world governing system. The Pope just announced uh, Palestine is a legitimate entity. The United Nations just flew the Palestinian flag. Yeah, for also, the, the Jews shouldn't be uh, hear the gospel, which was very troubling. Exactly. For me. Those those amazing declarations that are coming out of the largest segment of of the Christian faith in the world, and and that's happening before our eyes. On on, on top of that, the technologies, Jonathan that are in place. The, I call them the biblical end-time technologies. The technologies that were spoken of by Daniel and John in Revelation particularly. Oh, they're throughout the scriptures. But I think of those about information increasing, transportation uh, uh, technologies. And the statement, seal this up till the end. Until that is the end. huge. In the word until. Seal this up forever and ever and ever. No. Seal this up, Daniel, until the time of the end. That implies that in the time of the end, it will be unsealed. Things will begin to happen. Now we have internet, worldwide communication, instantaneous. The Tower of Babel has been reconstructed. We don't Indeed. even realize that. Indeed. Yeah. Carl, I want to jump right to a very politically incorrect topic. Let's do it. And, <laughs> and that's the rise of fundamentalist Islam. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, what's politically correct is that it's not even to mention Islam. Yeah as the cause of, of terrorism around the world and here in America, but it is. Do you, how do you connect this with last day's prophecy, the rise of ISIS, uh, Sharia law right. here in America and Europe? Do you want my one-hour answer or my two- or three-minute answer? I, well, <laughs> no, this, I'd like to stick around. Yeah, I know. I, I know. No, no, that's, that's, that's a, an excellent question, and, and truly we could do a historical sweeping study of the rise of Islam in the 600s AD and where that has progressed and where we are now, the re-Islamization of Turkey, which is a hugely prophetic thing. But the bottom line is, we're watching right now before our eyes. And, and, and these are not statements that I'm saying and making up. These are statements that are coming out of world organizations and, and, and very influential people, very important people, from the Pope on down. And, and that is the persecution of Christians in the Middle East. Let's just deal with the Middle East. And by the way, as you know, I, the scriptures, especially in time prophecies, I think are to be interpreted Middle Eastern centric first. In other words, we yeah, focus very on... Very important point. We think that America is the center of I know. History we, in America, we think, you know, everything needs to center around America. <laughs> what's happening in America? Well, I'll tell you what's happening in Europe, America. Europe, forgive us. What's happening in America is tonight Starbucks is open and an NFL football game's on TV, so all is right with the world. That's, but that's wrong. That's, all is not right with the world. And so we look at the Middle East. Christianity is being exterminated in the Middle East. Those are words being used by very influential people around the world. Uh, media, his, his, history folks, um, uh, religious folks, uh, political people. It's being exterminated. Entire Christian communities and towns and cities eliminated at the same time that that same kind of persecution is, is bursting at the seams and boiling over and breaking out in Europe beginning to happen in the United States of America, the largest Christian nation the planet has ever seen. Now it's coming to the shores of America. Israel at the same time, there's a, hum a, a, a tremendous anti-Semitism that's aimed at Israel. Tell me this convergence of, of Christianity being wiped out, anti-Semitism aimed at Israel, nations aligning themselves to destroy Israel, the largest Christian nation in the world now being flooded with perhaps Trojan horse you see ISIS. connection, by the way? And so there's the connection. The Anti-Defamation League of B'nai B'rith came out with a report, it's, it's three years old now, that anti-Semitism 
three years ago was at the highest point since World War II. Oh, it's worse now. And it's increased so much yes. more in three years. Yes. Do you connect the persecution of Jews, anti-Semitism, and the persecution of Christians? Absolutely. Are they connected? Absolutely. It's very spiritual. It's very biblical. A scripture that immediately comes to mind, and there's so many more, Revelation 12. And the dragon, who we find out in, in that passage, is Satan, goes off to make war with the woman, who most theologians interpret as Israel, who gave birth to the Son, and of course we know out of Israel came Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, and his offspring, those who hold to the testimony and who are under the blood. So, so what are we looking at? Even in Revelation, some of the closing chapters of Revelation prophesy that in the last days there will be a direct focus by Satan, the dragon, on Israel and, and born-again, blood-bought Christians. Israel being where our faith came from. I, I just think so many watching are so far removed in their thinking from what could happen in America. When we come back, uh, we'll ask the question, could what's happening in Syria now happen in Europe and America? And then how do we prepare for what may be ahead when we return? Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to poverty-stricken communities around the globe. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful Jewish people and also to their neighbors who are in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a groundbreaking new book that presents a solid and practical action plan for surviving end-time events. Written by Pastor Carl Gallops, Be Thou Prepared, Equipping the Church for Persecution and Times of Trouble, clearly explains why trials and tribulation are bound to come and how you, your family, and your church can be spiritually and practically prepared. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and this beautiful, authentic, small shofar with solid wood display stand. Traditionally used on Israel's holiest days, the Bible tells us that the shofar blast will signal the end of the age. Displayed in your home or your office, it will serve as a beautiful reminder to you that He is coming again. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. 
Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. I'm back with Pastor Carl Gallops. He's written a new book. It's called Be Thou Prepared, Equipping the Church for Persecution in Times of Trouble. I want to read something that you wrote in this book. Uh, and it's That's shocking. a little frightening to an author, by the way. Well, and it, and it <laughs> resonates with me, and it, it's, it actually connects with a question I'm asked all the time. Okay. Uh, it says, according to the government's definition, if you're a conservative Christian mm. and a deeply devoted constitutional patriot, you might be, patriot, you might be a terrorist. Yeah. And I'm asked all, this all the time, why are evangelical Christians viewed by many Jewish people as more dangerous than Islamic fundamentalists. Yeah. Uh, it's a ridiculous question, but it's the result is spiritual blindness. Yeah, it, it is, and it's a complex answer, but I've asked that question before to friends of mine who are either still Jews, Orthodox Jews, and or people who were Orthodox Jews but have become followers of Jesus, Yeshua, Messiah. And one of the answers that I get often, and I think it bears consideration mm -hmm. is that, and this is sad, one of the reasons that so many Jews feel that way is because of what happened in Nazi Germany, because Christianity was used as the crutch by that evil government and was used as a, a, a uh, unifying uh, faith factor to bring the nation together. I, and I think it's very true. You yeah. have a two, sadly, a 2,000-year yeah. legacy yeah. of hatred in the name of Christ exactly. and Christianity, which is why it was so hard for someone like me to consi even consider yes. Jesus. Yes. At, at best, he was the God of Christianity. At worst, he was the yes. originator of all of the hatred. I was in Israel. It's probably been 15, 20 years ago now, um, and uh, was there with a tour group, and I, I, I'm a people person, and I like just getting off with real folks that are from the indigenous, the indigenous folks. And, and I wound up hooking up with a, a man born and raised in Israel, was a member of the uh, Israeli Defense Forces, the IDF, and we had a long discussion over a cup of coffee. And I told him that I was a Christian, and he kind of raised his eyebrows a little bit, and I said, talk to me, what do Jews in Israel think about Christians. We'd already developed kind of a little friendship. And he told me, he says, well, I need to tell you that when you use the word Christian, he says the thing that pops in our mind is Nazi Germany. And um, it, we're not real thrilled with it. And so when I explained to him about evangelical Christianity and our love for Israel and our love for the Jewish people and our understanding that they are our heritage, we, we, we're, they're the olive tree, we were grafted into the, right. his. He said, I've never heard this before. I, I did, what? And so I was able to open up this long witnessing conversation with him. It totally changed his but understanding. It's, it is changing now. It too. is changing. It is changing because Israelis are identifying true evangelical Christians as the yes. best friend of Israel. I think you're right. And it, it's really a shift in, in yes. perspective and culture as a result of Christians demonstrating their love to Israel. Yes. And many of you watching fall into that category. And I want to say as a Jewish believer, thank you. Yes. Uh, but I think that to, to hear that, uh, there's no association. That's, that's difficult for Christians that Jewish people associate them with Nazis. Right. But I, I don't think that uh, we're, we're there yet 
in helping Christians understand that there was nothing in common between the true believer, the true Christian. And, and, and now the relatively modern phenomena that's sweeping some uh, Protestant denominations and, and faiths and preaching from pulpits, of course, is this whole idea of replacement theology which brings on, in my mind, in my opinion, uh, a further depth of anti-Semitism coming right out of the so-called Christian church. And so a lot of Jews are feeling the, the pang of that. So it's, it's a complex Indeed, answer. and the whole divestment uh, against Israel as, yes. the, as the Goliath uh, persecuting yes. uh, Palestinians. And really anti-Zionism is just a repackaged anti-Semitism. Absolutely. I want to talk about preparation. Uh, because I, I want people to understand that this isn't about doom and gloom. No. There's horrible times coming, but the greatest opportunities in history are before us, and we have a unique calling yes. to serve yes. and be prepared. Yes. Talk well, about that. No, you're, you're right, and the way I try to help people gain a perspective of is, look, we have been so blessed in America, but please hear me. Every generation before us has suffered devastating times. The Revolutionary War, can you imagine killing people, our friends and neighbors in our front yard? Um, the Civil War, 600,000 of us. Another war in our front yards all over America. Um, the stock market crash, the Great Depression. I mean, you could go on, you know, and then, you know, World War I, devastating. World War II. Korea, Vietnam, 9-11, Iraq, Afghanistan. Now, I, I mean, you just bring it right on up. We have always, uh, humanity has always had to deal with death and destruction and trauma and disaster. The last 50, 60 years or so in America, we've been so blessed. We've been steeped in peace and prosperity. And, and in so many of our minds and in the last couple of generations, this generation, the one just before us, we kind of came to this entitlement mentality of we're entitled to this. Right, and I think it's going to be this be, way forever. Being rich, we're poor. Yeah, yeah. In one sense. And, and I think people think, well, it's going to be this way forever. And, and I don't see that in the scriptures. And I'm not a, do a gloom and doom prophet. I'm not chicken little running around saying the sky is falling. I'm saying, look, we're living in prophetic times. You cannot deny that. We're the first generation to see these monumental uh, last days prophecies coming to pass and or at least converging in our lifetime. So let's just prepare for that spiritually, mentally, physically, tangibly, and then let's prepare not to go hide in the woods under a log somewhere, but let's prepare so that when disaster strikes or when tough times come, we are prepared to minister the love of Christ around us. First century church had to do it. And we, 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 we have a unique calling, a destiny, yes. and we have to fulfill that destiny. Yes. Uh, we're out of time tomorrow. We'll actually go through seven, seven steps to prepare, so uh, you want to uh, tune in again tomorrow. But I really want to encourage you to get uh, Carl's latest book, Be Thou Prepared, uh, equipping the church, equipping you for persecution and times of trouble that are ahead. So get the book, be prepared, fulfill your destiny, and uh, hear Jesus say, good and faithful servant, well done. You did your job in the greatest time, the greatest opportunity in history. Lots more ahead, don't go away.
Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Burness under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. What some of you might not know about Jewish Voice is that we provide medical aid and other humanitarian aid like water purification systems to impoverished Jewish communities and their neighbors in African countries. We often travel to Zimbabwe to help an ancient community called the Lemba. They claim to be descendants of the tribe of Levi. That's the priestly tribe of Israel and DNA tests have proven their claim. Through help from many of you, we recently traveled there to provide free medical care, dental care, eye care, and it was right in the remote bush of Africa. Jewish Voice now has three such outreaches planned to help the Lemba this year. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers, and together they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish Voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish Voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. In the afternoon, I was starting to feel pretty tired. My compassion level for patients was dropping, and all of a sudden the nurse came into my room and said, can you see this patient outside? And I said, feeling tired, well, can't they carry the patient into my room? And she's like, well, she looks pretty sick. So I, I went outside, and I go up to this cart that is being drawn by two donkeys, near death look on this young female who is dying from AIDS. And I find out that she's come eight kilometers to seek help. And it was kind of like a slap upside my head because two minutes before that, I'm in my, my room feeling sorry for myself. And that was just God saying, how do you feel now? And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I see a dying woman, and I can't help her. But as a man of God, I can share love. I can show compassion. Zimbabwe, Ethiopia, 
Mizoram and Manipur, India, outposts around the world where Jewish people and their neighbors need our help. That's where we go, bearing witness of God's love, restoring hope, and transforming lives. You may feel called to join us on one of our upcoming outreaches in 2016, and I sure hope you will. I want to encourage you to call the number on the screen, or you can go to jewishvoice.tv for more information. Now, there is a cost involved, but believe me, it will be worth every dollar. Your life will be changed forever. A final thought when we come back. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to poverty-stricken communities around the globe. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful Jewish people and also to their neighbors who are in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a groundbreaking new book that presents a solid and practical action plan for surviving end time events. Written by Pastor Carl Gallops, Be Thou Prepared, Equipping the Church for Persecution and Times of Trouble, clearly explains why trials and tribulation are bound to come and how you, your family, and your church can be spiritually and practically prepared. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and this beautiful, authentic, small shofar with solid wood display stand. Traditionally used on Israel's holiest days, the Bible tells us that the shofar blast will signal the end of the age. Displayed in your home or your office, it will serve as a beautiful reminder to you that He is coming again. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now.
Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Burness under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. I want to thank you for watching today and I hope you'll join us again tomorrow as I continue talking with Carl Gallops on how to survive in the last days. As I say in every program before closing, if you want to be blessed, you need to pray for Israel. So pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, They shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Vernis saying shalom and God bless you.